Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Fullest. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick, and today's guest is Kareen Carmi, who's the co-founder and CEO at Origin. Origin is a women's health company that offers physical therapy for the over 40 million women experiencing incredibly common but overlooked health issues specific to the female body and pelvic floor. And I'm super excited to have Kareen on because I have, we were actually just talking about it and Kareen just asked me if I've had experience. And then for a second, I was like, no, I haven't. But then I remembered I, you know, I have worked with someone internally. So Kareen, I'm super excited for you to be on. Thank you for joining us. And I can't wait to dive into this really important, but not shared about topic. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me and excited to chat. Yeah. So I think, you know, I'll, I guess I'll just like start off really quickly sharing my experience and then we can dive into like what is origin and what was your path to finding and what you guys offer. But like I've just mentioned to you, I first heard about pelvic floor therapy when I was preparing for the birth of my son a few years ago. And I was so happy that I just like growing up, no one had mentioned, you know, my mom hadn't mentioned to me that this was something that could be done to support birth, but also, you know, people can, people could really benefit from it throughout their life. It was just that I was in a specific stage in my life where I wanted to prepare and not basically not tear is really Uh what my main goal was. So that's really what we worked on to help strengthen and support my muscles so that I don't tear. And I got to know myself a little more through that therapy because with the internal work, like she also brought like I don't know what it was. It was like some machine that could test my strength in different positions of like uh-huh. labor so that I knew what positions were best for me. And it wasn't just like, oh, you have to lay on your back, you know? So that was exactly. really interesting. And um, yeah, I never really like thought much about it until that period of my life. And then postpartum, I didn't really utilize it until my second child because, you know, after the second, I feel like just your muscles are weaker and stuff. So she kind of gave me some pointers, but I'd love to talk to you about it as well, because I think that there are time, everyone's body is so unique and there are times where maybe you don't necessarily need to do, what do they call them when you go like- Kegels. Kegels, yes. Yeah. Kegels aren't right for everyone necessarily if you're like too tight down there. So I think all those like topics are gonna be really interesting to dive into, but I think the First, you know, big question is like, what exactly is origin? Because you mentioned you don't just do internal body work. Like it's, you know, all encompassing for the pelvic floor therapy and just women's health in general. And then tell us a little bit about your personal path to founding it. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story. And, um, you know, it's so interesting. Every time I talk to folks, everyone has their own origin story because we all have pelvic floors. And and so sometimes like every muscle group, we can have pain or tightness or weakness. And so it's really just a core part of our body that folks have not been talking about uh, as much as I think we could have or should have for many, many years. And our vision at Origin is really to change the standard of care for women and individuals with vaginal anatomy around the country. And as you mentioned before, we offer both in-person and virtual physical therapy, both for the pelvic floor. So uh, we could do internal work, but we, we do a whole body approach. And that's really important because when you're thinking about sexual health, maternity, menopause, all of these life stages, everything is connected. And 
Oftentimes, you can have issues in your pelvic floor, but it could show up as back pain or hip pain. Um, you could have issues, you know, carrying your newborn, and it's really about your neck and your shoulders. Or uh, in my case, I had painful sex for nearly a decade, and it was undiagnosed, and it was also showing up in jaw pain and in kind of tense tenseness throughout my body. And so, for us, um, what we have seen historically is that. There are not enough providers, and, and most of the providers who exist don't take insurance uh, for pelvic floor therapy. And so we're really committed to making this far more normalized, more accessible throughout the country, and, and hopefully beyond. Uh, but American healthcare is complex enough, so we're starting here. But to, to tell you a little bit about how I got here, if you told me in my 20s I'd be building a women's health company focused on the pelvic floor, I would have just you know asked you, wait, what is my pelvic floor? Uh, and so uh, I feel really lucky to see the, the magic of how life can unfold. I've been in healthcare and technology my whole career. This is my fifth startup, uh, the third that's venture-backed and the first in this role, and have been mainly working in healthcare and technology, um, everything from digital healthcare to 3D printing and I love the early stages of building a company and a team and then how we think about scaling that. And in 2018, I took some time off, which was a gift, and moved back down to LA where I grew up. And I think for the first time, just took a minute to really reconnect with my body. As I mentioned, I had a history of painful sex. I also have a history of ulcerative colitis. And I think like many of us who worked nonstop, you know, our whole careers and um, you know, I, I graduated college young and was just go, go, go. I felt really disconnected from my body and had kind of pushed down the pain in a way that created this dissonance, not only in my physical health, but also in how I showed up. And I, I really lost touch with some of my own gut intuition. And so I just spent a lot of time kind of going down the rabbit holes, a lot of LA woo-woo stuff too. Um, and it was a couple months into this personal journey that I reconnected with one of my now co-founders who I went to high school with, and she was five months postpartum, and she was experiencing issues no one prepared her for. I mean, five months after giving birth, she still couldn't sit comfortably in her chair. She was leaking and having incontinence, and this is someone who has access to incredible health insurance and, and access to care, and, and so she was a little bit in the dark and talked to her friends in New York and they said, hey, you know, we're getting this thing called pelvic floor therapy. You should check it out in LA. And she did. And she was really healed. And I decided to go get care as well for my pelvic pain and painful sex. And after eight different doctors, two biopsies, all of this um, really highly invasive work, I also finally had a diagnosis and I had a plan of care um, and was really starting to have this path to recovery. And so we took a step back and started looking at the research and pelvic floor therapy is actually the first line treatment for pelvic floor issues. And yet it's still not offered at scale. And so we were both angry, but saw a huge opportunity to shift that for folks around the country. Wow. That's incredible. I love the story. I love all of it. I, I love that you shared about, um, how your jaw was connected to yeah. your issues or your challenges, I should say, because I've heard that before where, you know, you can have like dental work that'll even be connected to like maybe why you're not fertile or prevent you from mm -hmm. being fertile. And 
Um, I don't know if that's LA Woo stuff that I'm also into. But <laughs> my, I know my orthodontist and who's also um, married to an integrative medicine um, practitioner. He and like incredible doctor here in Los Angeles. They both mentioned that to me because I wanted to get um, this specific dental work done and work on my jaw. And my doctor immediately was like, no, no, no. You want to have another kid? Like, let's not mess with that until after. Oh, interesting. That was really interesting. Yeah. Everything is connected, right? And, you know, I think even anxiety and pelvic pain is super connected. And that was something that I struggled with. And, you know, Nikki, it's crazy because after literally having biopsies done on my pelvic floor, which is not fun, the first intervention that my PT taught me was just how to breathe properly. (laughs) Like it was diaphragmatic breathing and that reduced my pain by 80%. And so when I think about kind of anxiety, how it shows up in your jaw and tenseness in my shoulders and then in my pelvic floor, like there's such a deep connection. And unfortunately, the way that the medical system is designed, it's, you know, we treat body parts and not the holistic person. And so I think that's why physical therapists are such superheroes in my book, they're able to really take that full body and full person approach. Yeah, that's incredible. You know, I'm just going over my questions here. And like, my next one is how common are pelvic floor issues amongst women. But if I were to think about it, just in my personal life, how many women I've, you know, in my family, my friends, families, like, everyone has some sort of story that so through anecdotal evidence, I can say probably everyone, every woman that I know of, you know, in their mid 50s has gone through something after childbirth. And I now Mm -hmm. that I'm in the stage in my life that I'm in, I've definitely experienced that um, either myself or in my age group. But, you know, you hear women who have like, for example, in my family, I've heard multiple women say like they ended up with a hysterectomy, not really understanding like what it was, why that was happening. And all of a sudden, next thing they know, their doctor just like recommended it and did it in like as part of another treatment they were doing. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's incredible that you're offering this opportunity for women to understand that how important it is and to come and see someone and to really just like activate that part of their body too. So I'm curious, um, you know, you have three clinics now. So what has your experience been since starting? And you said, you know, there's like over 40 million women that experience this like common and overlooked issues. Would you say that it's actually a lot more common than that even? Unfortunately, yes. You know, we, we see from the data and obviously there's not enough research about these topics. So that's something we're working on as well. But One in three adult women every year are experiencing pelvic floor dysfunction or the full body issues associated with women's health problems um, that are often overlooked. And this can look like incontinence, so bladder or bowel control issues, prolapse, which can sometimes happen after giving birth where your organs can descend through your pelvic floor, um, painful sex, which impacts one in five women and can be very chronic and probably underreported. and then you have you know, individuals who have endometriosis or fibroids and other type of pain associated with that. Or even you know, one thing that I think is so important for, for folks to know is if you have chronic UTIs, for example, sometimes that's actually related to pelvic floor dysfunction and it's not an infection. And so you're not necessarily treating the root cause when you're on that constant antibiotic cycle. So it is really, really common. Um, you know, we could talk about gender bias in medicine and, and how we got here and um, happy to go deeper into that. 
but what we see in our clinics, we're actually at five now. We opened up um, Austin earlier this year, and wow. we also do a, lo a lot of virtual care. And I think the most important intervention that we have is education, because we don't understand our own bodies. Like I mentioned, you know, this is my company, and I didn't even know I had a pelvic floor until I started experiencing these issues. From sex education to medical school um, to also this massive gap in research we have, we are not taught what normal looks like. And so when you experience something that is not normal or dysfunction, it's really hard to calibrate for yourself. You know, is this a health issue or is this a lifestyle problem? We know that women are often ignored or misdiagnosed by the medical community. And it's, I don't think that doctors are trying to create harm. I think it's a lack of education. You know, we didn't have research about women's bodies um, in a very systemic way until the 90s. There wasn't an anatomical understanding of the clitoris until the late 90s and even a CAT scan until the early 2000s. M many medical schools don't have dedicated women's health courses. And so there's this deep, deep lack of knowledge. And so I think about education as empowerment, as a healthcare intervention. And if we do one thing and we help someone understand their own body, like what you experienced in your own uh, you know, time with PT preparing for labor and delivery, that will set you up for such a better path uh, throughout your life, whatever issues happen. And, you know, healthcare issues do happen, right? Like our muscles weaken, um, that's natural. And so we just need to at least start with this baseline of helping women understand themselves. I completely agree. I mean, I did, again, like I didn't know anything really much about it until I ended up, you know, in this stage of my life. But you know, you mentioned prolapse and it was something that I started really becoming fearful of after the birth of my daughter um, 10 months ago, because uh -huh. I don't know, I, even though it was an incredible birth and I did it like a home birth in, in my bathtub and it was actually relatively like pain-free con considering, I'm happy like, to hear. <laughs> but I still, it was just regardless, it was so much pressure. And it's interesting because luckily I had that experience of working with someone who could come and, you know, give me an idea of like what's going on. Because in my head, I was like, oh my God, like, I feel like I'm going to have prolapse. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. really understand. And she was just like, you're fine. But yeah, like you, you know, you need to make sure that you don't. And this is like, is part of our society, right? Like, I'm pretty good at this. I used to be very type A now with kids, like I'm mm -hmm. not. So I wasn't, you know, and I understand that it's not really something that I'm, I wasn't really interested in getting back up and like getting into working out and doing all that. But the, our part of our society and our culture is like, okay, get back into shape right away. And these women are, you know, going and doing ab workouts that could actually be like pushing, you know, our organs down more, right? If we're not right. really getting the right help. And so I think between that and um, you mentioned like UTIs, I have countless just like girls, women, so many people coming to me actually lately because of one of our products just being really great for being a natural probiotic and supporting natural. Mm -hmm. I have so many women telling me that they have recurring UTIs that they just cannot get to the bottom of and that they eat clean and all this stuff. And that makes mm -hmm. so much sense to me. I've never even thought about that being a root cause. Right. And, you know, I think sometimes, you know, we'll go to the gynecologist, but they're very focused on certain issues, right? So, you know, how do I get pregnant or not get pregnant, depending on your goals? Or how do I prevent STDs? Or how do I do these kind of red alarm healthcare issues? And, and I think that's why 
working with a PT who can really help you understand your body and understand your baseline can be so powerful. And, you know, they're doctors of physical therapy. They understand the full anatomy and they can help you with some of the other lifestyle changes that might need to happen to, to get you healthy. But um, it's so, you know, it's the the cycle of fear that I think you were alluding to around what can happen to me after giving birth or even, you know, for me, it, it felt like, was I going to have painful sex forever? Like that happened to me in my mid twenties and it's terrifying and it can feel like you're in the dark, that you don't have a pathway out. And that because we have not historically treated these like healthcare issues, we've treated them as, you know, women's problems or lifestyle problems, um, you can't really get, or you felt like I, at least I felt like I couldn't get real medical care. And so that is something I'm so passionate about. And there's some really important early research that's coming out that shows that pelvic floor therapy and and really PT um, postpartum can actually reduce your risk of postpartum depression. And there's this interesting correlation between the fact that you get one visit with your OB, you know, six weeks later, and that's really the only care you get for yourself from the medical system. And yet your body has just gone through this amazing miracle, but really uh, intense experience. And to expect that, you know, we can just navigate that on our own or recover on our own is, is frankly insane. I mean, you get more physical therapy when you break your ankle or sprain your pinky than when you deliver a child either through, you know, your vagina or an invasive C-section. And um, that's just really not healthcare. That's so crazy. It's so true. I didn't even think about that compared to like other injuries. Yeah. I, you know what I was just thinking when you were saying that too, that can you compare it a little bit to like chiropractic work in terms of, because I would say that it's, it seems like it would just be so much more holistic and really like looking for the root cause rather than like you mentioned, going straight to an OB and I'm just curious, like, is that just like the nature of the education? And like, what is it that's making it so that it seems more like, you know, just holistic in terms of whole body health care? Yeah, you know, we work really closely with with OBs, with urogynecologists. And so I, I, I don't want to, and I think they're very passionate about providing, you know, whole body care. I think there's just the reality of what their expertise is and what they are focused on in their practice. And so oftentimes we, you know, I'd say 30 to 40% of our patients are being referred to us by their gynecologist or their primary care doctor. And I think the reason is really like, what is the pelvic floor? You know, it's a group of muscles and connective tissue that makes up the floor of the pelvis. And they work together with your abs, your diaphragm, your hip muscles, and combined it, it has a lot of functions. So obviously helps with sexual function and and pleasure, bladder and bowel control, circulation of blood flow, support. It actually holds up your organs and and also stability. And I'm sharing all of that because, you know, what physical therapists, you know, are at their core is they're they're really deep experts in the musculoskeletal system. And so it's an expertise that is cultivated, you know, through their education that's pretty unique. And so that's why you see recommendations for pelvic floor therapy and PT as as the intervention. And I think there's lots of benefits in taking a multidisciplinary approach. And personally, I don't uh, know enough about kind of the role of chiropractic in this care. I think it, it can definitely be supportive, but there is something unique about the education, training, and expertise that PTs have, um, particularly for the types of issues that we focus on. 
Hi everyone, welcome again to the Fullest Podcast. As you may or may not know, we've been sharing the benefits of saffron with our community for a little while now, and I want to offer 15% off our entire product line to our podcast listeners with code THEFULLESTPODCAST at checkout online at thefullest.com. Growing up in a Persian family, I'd always felt the benefit of saffron in my life, but it wasn't until I stumbled on the research that it made me realize what powerful medicine it is. Saffron has been proven over and over again in clinical double-blind placebo trials to be an effective form of treatment for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Saffron has been used by many cultures for thousands of years for these purposes, and now the research is here to finally back it up, proving that plant medicines and ancient healing practices can actually be an effective alternative to pharmaceuticals. At the fullest, we believe that incorporating this ancient wisdom into our modern lives is the most powerful and accessible path to healing. We also believe that everyone's journey is unique, so our product line offers a variety of formulas to help you curate saffron into your personal wellness routine. Warm Feelings is our saffron latte powder and comes in individual sachets and in large sustainable glass jars. Featuring 150 milligrams of high-grade saffron in a creamy bed of coconut and cardamom, it's the perfect coffee alternative and feel-good start to your day. If you prefer to pop a pill, Kinder Thoughts is our 30-day supply of saffron capsules, and it's a super simple way to support your body and mood with the power of saffron. Not to mention, it's really amazing for headaches if you feel one coming on. Our saffron soaks are the latest addition to our product lineup, which include Exheal, our saffron salt bath blend, and Inheal, our probiotic-rich saffron milk bath blend. Soak in them to support your digestion, inflammation, and support your skin microbiome. Honestly, at the moment, I'm using each of these products on a daily basis depending on my needs. And to help you begin your saffron journey, we're offering a discount of 15% off just for our podcast listeners with code THEFULLESTPODCAST at checkout. I hope you enjoy your new daily saffron ritual. At what age do you recommend people start, uh, you know, looking into this, like puberty or pre-puberty? Oh, you know, I wish, first of all, we had better sex ed. So that's, a, that's a, you know, my, my next project yeah. after we can get origin um, to the next level. But, you know, one, and I'm joking, but I do really think it starts with that because, you know, sex ed is so focused on basically how to not get pregnant at a young age. And you know, how does that work from a a relational standpoint? Um, But we're not really taught what is the core function of that part of our body. And in PE and other classes, you're you're getting a deeper understanding of your arms or your legs or your back. And so I think there's just a fundamental education gap that happens early. Physical therapy as an intervention can start as early as you're having pain, discomfort, or it's impeding your goals. So I know a lot of athletes uh, who are in their teens who are maybe running or doing CrossFit or other high intense workouts, and they start having incontinence at a young age, so they can't necessarily control their bladder. And, you know, we today in this country, we treat incontinence by saying, hey, yeah, go get, you know, basically a maxi pad or adult diaper and wear that. And that's, you know, essentially exacerbating a muscular issue that if you don't get that treated over time, it can lead to more intense interventions and ultimately surgeries is what you see later on in life. So I think if you're having dysfunction of any kind, or if it doesn't, if you're having pain, 
um, that's really the best time to start PT. We do a lot of also just more free education and wellness programming, and we have our own home exercise program. So we, we hope to be able to start from a prevention standpoint, kind of like what you were doing in your early pregnancy. Um, but I would say as soon as you have pain, discomfort, um, even if it feels like, oh, I'm just leaking a little bit, like the number of friends I have who tell me, yeah, I leak a little bit when I jump or sneeze or run, that doesn't necessarily just get better on its own. So those are the moments I would say, you know, getting expert support can be really valuable. Okay. That answers my question because you could technically come preventatively, but definitely when you like start feeling pain at any age, really. Exactly. Um, and there's different providers who focus on, you know, pediatrics. Um, there's also male pelvic health. So, you know, men who are having painful intercourse or other pelvic floor issues. So this is really, you know, pervasive across ages, across genders as well. But you guys specifically focus on people with vaginal anatomy or anyone? Yeah, we focus on um, people with vaginal anatomy, um, particularly, um, you know, those assigned vaginal anatomy at birth, but we also support uh, individuals in transition, um, particularly around vaginoplasty. So how do you have um, more comfortable penetration post-surgery and how do you also prepare for that surgery as well? Okay. And okay, so this is like really random, but I wanted to ask you a couple things. Like, what do you mm -hmm. think about crossing your legs? <laughs> I'm like crossing your legs. My legs, and I'm like, do you think that that causes like you know any sort of issues, or if it's like repeatedly like you sit that way? That's funny because I'm sitting here with my legs crossed right now. So, um, you know, I'm not a PT, so I don't want to speak out of turn. Um, I can follow up with you on that one. Um, but, you know, I think the big watch out in general is, are you creating unnecessary tension um, in your pelvic floor and your muscles? Um, so I don't know enough about crossing your legs to give you that answer, but I'll, I'll catch myself sometimes kind of clenching in various parts of my body. And that's something that you want to learn how to avoid over time. I'm curious to learn more about just like, you know, the first physical space and how it's, how it's going. You have five spaces now. That's incredible. So like, when did you first like launch the, or open your brick and mortar? So we actually partnered with a team in LA that was offering physical therapy for uh, women and individuals with vaginal anatomy in early 2019. We started working with them in 2018. And our goal was to kind of move them out of that old space. It's an amazing clinical team and, and start to build the origin brand. And then the pandemic happened. So we actually started construction on a 4,000 square foot space in Brentwood uh, in the middle of the pandemic. So uh, not something I would recommend doing. Um, and it, I, I mean, the space is stunning. And we worked with this incredible architecture firm called Standard Architects who've done Press Juicery and Jenny Kane. And it doesn't feel like a healthcare clinic, which for me is so important. But it was definitely challenging and, uh, you know, obviously delayed. But we we couldn't get the space open as early as we wanted because, you know, this was 2020. And so actually before we were able to get the space open, we launched the Origin brand and we also started doing telehealth. And I have to tell you, I was on the fence about, you know, early days. Like, can this actually work for physical therapy? Can it work for pelvic floor? And it has been incredible. Uh, about 80% of what we treat can be done fully virtually. And we see really, really amazing outcomes for our patients. Sometimes it's about, you know, I can't get into the clinic twice a week or whatever I need to do. So there's some benefits of life and especially if you're postpartum. Um, but also, I think when you actually take hands off someone's body, there's this deeper empowerment that happens where we take our healthcare into our own hands. We 
we're learning how to do manual therapy for ourselves and it becomes much more sustainable from a long-term uh, standpoint. So that launched in um, March, April, 2020. And then we opened up our Brentwood location later that year in August. And then in April, 21, we opened up West Hollywood and San Francisco. So we've been going quickly and I mean, the need is huge. So for us, it's really about how do we grow quickly while maintaining, you know, really high quality of care and also a really great clinician experience because as I shared before, you know, I think pelvic floor therapists are incredible. Um, they're amazing experts and they have such deep empathy and are working oftentimes with deep trauma too. And so we need to make sure that we have a sustainable work environment when, you know, we know how hard it is to be a healthcare provider today. That's amazing. I love all that. And yeah, telehealth has really changed a lot. And I, I'm really, really grateful for it as well. I mean, there's just so many different things that you never thought you could do. Yeah. (laughs) Because like you mentioned, you can't physically with our lives are just so busy going into a space, you know, twice a week is a lot. So that made me um, wonder, do you guys offer like a membership? How does it work if someone wants to work consistently? Because right now, typically, you know, I'm in Orange County, so not that far Mm -hmm. from Redwood, but we have um, someone down here that services this area that, you know, there aren't very many people down here that are doing this type of work and she's so busy. And so she kind of gives you homework and I feel like homework Mm -hmm. is just so important, but it would be nice to work with someone, you know, as consistently as a couple times a week. And so I'm curious how that works. Yeah. So we actually take insurance, um, which is something we worked on um, really intensely in the early days. And for us, that's so important because then this becomes, you know, healthcare and not wellness. Um, and there's nothing against wellness, but what our vision again is really to make this accessible. We want every person who gives birth, who goes through menopause, who's having, you know, painful sex or incontinence to have access to this. And I think when you go outside the healthcare system and it's expensive, you know, you don't see people stay or or continue their care. So um, we work like a traditional PT practice. You know, we'll get your insurance, we'll verify your benefits, and then depending on your your insurance, you can have a, a small copay, have a deductible. So it's pretty standard and straightforward. And we offer for our patients actually all of our education and home exercise for free. And so to the point on homework, um, what we saw is that most PT practices are giving folks, you know, here's this piece of paper. Um, go do these exercises and like you leave and then you forget the piece of paper and you're really not motivated. And so we actually built our own home exercise program. We shot all the videos ourselves. It's actually all of our PTs and it's really incredible and body inclusive. We have some pregnant PTs in there as well. And so our goal is to make it feel like, you know, more similar to what you'd expect with a fitness app. And you can get all the educational content you need um, all in that one dashboard experience. And So that's offered to all of our patients free of charge when they're in a plan of care. Wow. I love that. That's so amazing and a huge part of it. Like you mentioned homework, because that's what is really going to be the consistent thing that you're doing. And to have an aspect of it that you can like follow along with a video, that's a big deal. That's really cool that you guys did that. Wow. Thank you. It's been a labor of love, but uh, we have an amazing team and I just love seeing our PTs do it because we know that they're doing it right too. So that's been amazing. Yeah. Well, that's so exciting. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing more. I can't wait to share about Origin with everyone I know. I know so many people that can really benefit from it and all of us really can. So I'm just curious, you know, 
as a last question, like what your hopes are for the future of this type of healthcare in your company? Yeah, well, thank you. It's, it's honestly a privilege and a joy to be able to do this work and to share more and, and whether it's with Origin or elsewhere, I really hope that we can shift the conversation um, because I think, unfortunately, there's still shame or stigma that exists around these issues. It's changing and social media has created such a more open dialogue around really historically taboo topics. But, you know, until we can have real talk about painful sex or incontinence and leaking or, you know, any of these issues, until we can start to normalize those conversations, then I think we're going to have a lot of people who still um, might not get the care they need. So for for me, my hope is that this just becomes as common as talking about, you know, your hips and your shoulders. And that I think from a you know broader standpoint, insurance companies are already catching on, but that we continue to make this accessible because ultimately we're able to prevent, you know, so many surgeries and so much pain and so many years of misdiagnoses that I think there's a really incredible benefit to both individuals, but also the healthcare system. So, you know, I hope in a few years from now, this is just normal and it's on every corner and, um, you know, you have your app, but, um, you know, we got, we got some ways to go, but it's, it's been amazing to see the shift in women's healthcare and conversations that, you know, even five years ago uh, were never happening or are now happening on the mainstream. I completely agree. There is a stigma and there are a lot of women that are, you know, choosing not to seek help because of it. But I, I agree. I think when, you know, places like your company um, popping up, just brick and mortar, seeing that it's a thing, telehealth, being able to do it and not feeling like they have to go in somewhere that they could just do it in the comfort of their own home. And then also, just like you mentioned, people talking about it more, sharing their personal experience. Like at this point, I know, you know, a lot of women that are sharing their personal experience. I think when you have a baby too, and you share your birth story, then that also kind of like helps you navigate this area a little more than maybe like such as yourself when you were in your early twenties and feeling like a total outcast probably. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that it, it is harder when you're younger too. And that's really a time where you could really seek help and change the trajectory of your life if you feel like it's, you know, debilitating too. Totally. And a lot of things in life, it always comes back to just having conversation around it. And I think with any even political issue or whatever, like if we can really sit there and have these like tough conversations and be open, like it's just so much more beautiful and expansive for all of us. So I think it all starts there. And I'm really, really excited to see your company grow. And I appreciate you being so passionate about it and taking time out of your life to start this. It's a big deal. And, and I really can see it growing into like, you know, every facet of our country. So thank you. Oh, well, that means a lot, Nikki. Thank you so much. And I totally agree. I mean, I think it just starts to your point with a conversation. And I was never the person to talk about sex on LinkedIn. And now, you know, I'm out there and you just don't know what stories can help others. And, you know, my hope is that whether it's with pelvic floor issues or more broadly, you know, this type of work can have really intergenerational ripples. And we've seen patients come in and then they bring their mom or their sister um, or their friends and this feeling of like the way it is or has been does not have to be the way it will be, I think is just so incredible. So um, hopefully, you know, if anyone's listening and you've, you've been waiting to deal with some, some pain or discomfort, this is your moment. <laughs>